Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're going to talk about should you go see Morbius. Me and Alyssa Terry have both seen it, and we're going to talk about just whether you should see it. Spoiler free to maybe we'll throw a few how does it connect to the MCU moments in in case you care about that sort of thing. All that right out of this ad we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. My name is Alyssa Terry. Alyssa, how are you, my friend? I'm great, my friend. And I know, you always pick on me, but it's like how I talk to podcast friends. <laughs> um, it is good to have you back on the cast. It's been a while. A ha- yeah, it has been a while. From, since the Marvel. You've been on Bingers and I think Pandavision at some point too, but hadn't been on MCU cast in a while. Nope, it's been a while. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah. I mean, you are Alyssa of Bounce Devil fame, after all. Oh, God. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's such a funny thing that people still reference Bounce Devil um, <laughs> from your, Dare- or your Daredevil season three coverage, I think. Wow, that's been so long. I yeah. really miss those shows. Me too. They were so good. Well, before we get into that, you saw Moon Knight this morning. I did. Just like overall, what'd you think? I thought it was good, but I'm glad you guys told me it was scary. Yeah. Because then I was... Totally prepared for scariness, and I was okay. <laughs> Can you please? <laughs> oh no! What did I say? <laughs> Can you please tell the story of talking to our friend's teenager who listens to the podcast, and he may hear this. And if he does, hello, Connor. Hi, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> but it cracked me up because I had talked on the podcast this week about how you. I thought Moon Knight, you would love Moon Knight, but it was, then I, then I got to the scary parts. I was like, never mind, you wouldn't love Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah. And I got to hear this through our friend's teenager. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was so saying funny. that he was, he was listening to the podcast and how uh, Matt said I would like it, except that it was too scary for me. <laughs> and this was the first I had heard of Matt discussing <laughs> how much of a wimp I am publicly. Yeah. For all the world to hear. Yeah. I love <laughs> Which it. was so funny. <laughs> I know now that there are a lot of embarrassing things you guys know about me that I don't even know you know about me. So that's, <laughs> that's, that was an exciting development for this week. Yeah. I dug it. I dug it. Um, okay. <laughs> well, we saw Morbius, you guys. So, I guess there's two questions. Is this movie valuable if you follow the MCU? And secondly, is this movie good? And so, like, that's we're going to do a really short podcast here. We're going to do a full review as well, but we wanted to do just this one for the people who are probably not going to listen to a Morbius review, but are just going to listen to this one about should you should you go see it? So, I guess first question. I guess let's talk about is it a good movie first? What do you think? Is it a good movie? I would say it's not a good movie. Okay. But, like, I didn't hate it. You know, right. it wasn't it wasn't a horrible movie that I wished I could leave the theater from. I, but I think that we've had such amazing content over the last, I don't know, 10 years yeah. that the bar was just really high. I think yeah. that if this movie had come out 10 years ago, sure, it would have been really fun and exciting. Yeah. Oh, but, for sure. Yeah. I do think this is... I really criticized, uh, what was it, X-Men Apocalypse for that same thing that you're saying. Like, this should have been made, like, 10 years ago, this would have been a good movie. I actually disagree with that about Morbius. I think Morbius 
was a modern superhero movie. It is made in the light of making things that Marvel has made. Like, I think it's a really, I actually like it. And, and part of that is I went in with really low expectations because everyone was saying it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Like I was hearing terrible reviews, horrible things. And I, I intentionally didn't read any of them because I didn't want to go in looking for the problems that everyone else is talking about. I wanted to really give it my own assessment. Um, and I think it is a good movie. And I, one of the things I had heard in defense of it was that it's not a superhero movie. And I think that's true. This movie reminds me most of The Fly. It's a monster movie. Like it really, the first, especially the first three quarters, is very much a monster movie. Now, it sort of morphs into a superhero movie towards the third, last third or whatever, um, as these things are wont to do, but I still th- maintain that it's more of a monster movie than it is a superhero movie. It's about, you know, a scientist who is trying to, trying to do one thing with science and there are implications that cause, mm-hmm. you know, this living vampirism that makes Morbius, you know? I am going to confess to you right now, <laughs> I'll make fun of my own self on the podcast. <laughs> when you said the fly, I fully thought of the tick. <laughs> which is a different insect that is a different insect, but not even the live action tick like the cartoon the cartoon network yeah. 90s tick and was very confused for a minute <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny but no the fly the like um, i don't think i saw that oh okay have i seen that it's before your time i guess and before my time also means before i met matt <laughs> yeah basically if it came out before i met matt then it doesn't live in my brain yet <laughs> No, The Fly is a Jeff Goldblum movie about he's trying to invent teleportation. Okay. There's also other versions of it prior to that. But the one that most people know is he's trying to invent teleportation and he gets in to finally like do human trials and he teleports himself, but teleports himself with a fly and it fuses their DNA. And then it's all about him like transforming into a fly like human. It's very gross. There's a lot of body horror and stuff. It's Um, really, really. Is it a horror film? Um, Was yes. Was it supposed to be a horror film? Like, yes. It's a monster movie. Okay. But, like, there's a really interesting, I don't know, there's a really interesting, like, legacy of monster movies where, like, monster movies were supposed to be, like, about the horrific nature of the monster, but at some point the sort of universal monsters happened, and it's sort of, they kind of become the hero yeah. of, the, of the film, and I think sure. that is the legacy that this movie lives in, where, yeah. like, it's a monster movie, he is kind of terrified of himself, but there are, like, he's still a hero. He's still the protagonist. He's not, he's not the fly. In the fly, he does not have the sort of, like, moral compass that our, our hero here has. Okay. Um, which we should watch. You should watch the fly. It's good. Okay. Maybe, um, maybe soon. It's good. It, it will gross you out, but it's good. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I think it's actually a good movie. There are definitely problems, and there are definitely things to complain about, which we will do in our full review, but I, we, won't, we won't do that because there's lots of spoilers and all that. Yeah. Secondly, do you think they need to watch it to connect to the MCU? Like, the connection to the MCU, is it strong enough to feel like if you're an MCU watcher, do you need to watch this movie? Oh my gosh. I feel like you should have given a piece of paper with that question, and then I could have answered, asked you that. Yeah, folded it up in some origami. Yes, and some, you know. Reference to the movie, guys. Reference to the movie. Go see, go see it. <laughs> um, I don't know. 
because I am horrible at knowing what is and isn't important in the MCU. Like, I take right. all of the red herrings, all of them. Okay, well, I'll just say, like, it's of medium importance to the MCU. Like, there, okay. it... Te- okay, with, I mean, I guess mild spoilers, it does set up that it is in a different universe from the MCU. I will say that much. We know that from this movie. And I'll go into, I'll do, I'll do more spoiler detail on that in a second. Uh, But before I do, I do want to just like, I should have done this in the previous segment, but like, I think that Jared Leto and Matt Smith are great in this movie. Like great. I love both their performances. I think there's some editing issues and there's some little minor story quibbles that I'm like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm hmm. But I think the two performances are great. I think they edited some things out that I'm kind of mad about that we'll get into in our review. But like, I loved their performances and I like, I can see why some people might with that are looking at it uncharitably might think they did not do a good job, but like, especially Matt Smith, I think Matt Smith could come off cheesy. If you're like, I don't want to whatever. I don't know. I don't want cheese with my, with my horror monster right superhero movie whatever but i think his sort of over the top flamboyant nature is so much fun in the movie yeah i we had a prolonged discussion about his performance on our way home today so yeah um i really did i didn't know that (laughs) i'm terrible at actors i didn't know that jared leto was jared leto (laughs) until the (laughs) in like when the uh credits came on right and so i think that's something yeah he does kind of do his jared leto thing sure He's got some swagger that is was absent to this movie, hmm. I think. Oh, I mean, yeah. Ha- I mean, yeah, yes. Obviously, he's a very charismatic is, yeah. person, and the main character has to also have some of that charisma, but I feel like he deviated from the Jared Leto that I feel familiar with. Okay, cool. And so, he it didn't seem recognizable to me, but... Uh, Jared Leto can disappear into a role. He I, really can. I think he did that, and I think that uh, Matt Smith... Um, I think Matt Smith kind of played what Matt Smith does. Mm-hmm, I agree, but I've I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I really I, I enjoy him in you know in everything. Yeah, totally agree. I think it's a solid superhero movie. If you're looking for a like superhero monster movie that isn't too over the top, the stakes aren't too wild. It's just like a pretty small stake story. Like if this were not connected to the MCU, I actually think it would have been better. So if they like made it clear, clearer that it wasn't connected to the MCU mm-hmm. in like the marketing materials, because they really leveraged that heavily in the marketing materials for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I think it would have lowered the stakes and people could have gone and been like, hey, that's a pretty good movie. But instead, you're like comparing it to Marvel and you're like, yeah, I don't know. It, it, it sets it up for failure, I think, in this case. Yeah. Well, we have one person who says good movie and a. Not bad movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think I that's better than what I heard about it. It is way better than what I heard about it. Like I, I like everyone's acting like it's the worst movie ever. And I still haven't read any of those reviews because I don't like to I don't like to do these podcasts and be responding to other people's takes. I like to, to mm-hmm. give my own take. Yeah, for sure. And all I know is that a lot of people had negative reviews. That's all I heard. I haven't read why or like what elements of it. And maybe I'll read some of that this weekend. I have a few Facebook friends who are podcasters in their own right and stuff, and their takes on it were pretty funny. 
like just good one-liners that I, I enjoyed. So I kind of enjoyed people not liking this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like that's a positive. Yeah, that's a positive. <laughs> you know, it gave gives us something cultural to talk about. <laughs> okay, real quick to, to finish this little shorter, longer cast than I meant it to be. Sorry, uh, that's my fault. No, not at all. I mean, it's you are the reason this cast is worth doing. Thank you for being here. You're the reason, friend. <laughs> um, okay. Spoiler alert. I'm going to tell, I'm just going to lay it out how it's connected to the MCU fully so that if, if you don't want to know, I'm telling you there's a medium connection to the MCU. If you want to know, stick around. If you don't, thank you for joining us. Um, strandedpanda.com. You'll find all the things. <laughs> so, Here's what happens. I'm just I'm just going to spoil it because it's so not germane to the plot of this movie that I wish it wasn't there. That's how much I kind of hate the connection to the MCU in this. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, they do have the Venom line, mm-hmm. but without all the charm of him like backing it off and mm-hmm. saying... Oh, actually, no, I'm Michael Morbius at your service. Like, that was a cute line in the trailer. Yeah, it was a really cute line. I kept yeah. waiting for it. He didn't do it. He just says, I'm Venom. Or, I am Venom, which he should have said, we are Venom, which is Venom's catchphrase. But whatever. Whatever. Um, secondly, at the end of the... that's that's So, so it shows that it's it, probably in the Venom-verse. The Sony-verse. That makes sense. Secondly... And here is where the crossover comes. Spoiler, spoiler, spoilers. The end of the movie, movie ends, mid credit sequence comes up, and there is just a empty jail cell. And a flash of light happens, and Adrian Toomes is standing in the jail cell. <gasps> oh, and before that, I'm sorry, before that, there's a rip in the sky with that same purple that we see at the end of Spider-Man. So... They basically are saying somehow the spell that Dr. Strange did not only sent all the villains back to their verses, but somehow it also sent Adrian Toomes specifically to the end of the Morbius movie. It's a little convenient. It's weird. But what other people got put in the wrong places? Right. Like, we don't know. Is this a one-off thing? Is this part of what we're going to see in Multiverse of Madness, maybe. Maybe all the universes are all mixed up and that's things are happening. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, me too. Me too. That that's that's that kind of a repercussion from Spider-Man could be something we haven't seen yet. So, anyway, Adrian Toomes is in the verse now. And then that whole scene where he goes and talks to Michael Morbius by the cars, that did not happen mm-hmm. in the movie. That's all from the trailer. But instead... He meets up with Michael Morbius as the vulture mm-hmm. at the end of the movie, like fully dressed in his full vulture costume. Mm-hmm. So somehow he gets out of jail, which they, they show he gets out of jail because there's no charges because he doesn't exist in this universe. <laughs> he gets out of jail and then he somehow gets his vulture costume back, which is weird because he doesn't have any finances and he doesn't have any, uh, resources from the uh, attack the chitari attack so i don't know how that vultures are scavengers you can figure it out that's a good point fair fair point (laughs) Uh, and they meet in the desert and then 
He says, I don't know how I got here. He says this to Michael Morbius. I don't know how I got here. I think it has something to do with Spider-Man. And then Michael Morbius looks with the blankest expression in the world back at him at the word Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Because I think they don't know what they're doing yet. And they didn't want to say like, oh, you mean Andrew Garfield? Or like, they didn't want to say like, yeah. I know who Spider-Man is. Or like, Morbius does not make it clear whether Spider-Man exists in this universe or not. And then uh, the Vulture says, I think I think me and you and a couple guys like us could um, do some good in this world. Mm-hmm. And Michael Morbius likes to do good. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they're trying to form some sort of scavenger uh, squad. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Scavenger squad, everybody. So be looking for it's so funny because you even got the right alliteration. Yeah, I know. You did. Oh, you do. You know the Sinister Six exists then. Oh, no. <laughs> thinking of something else. <laughs> No, the Sinister Six is the team oh, that always goes like, up against Spider-Man. I like Scavenger Squad. Better. I like Scavenger Squad too. Maybe Bounce Devil will be on there. I was thinking Suicide Squad. This, oh, that's where oh I was. right. That's that's the other universe. That's the DC. <sighs> so hard for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for your one-liners that you can carry on for years and years. <laughs> All right, everybody. So be looking for Scavenger Squad 2023. Uh <laughs> Starring Vulture, Morbius, and probably Venom. I don't know. Maybe a raccoon character. Can we steal that from uh, Guardians? (laughs) Why not? Why not? (laughs) He's probably out there in the Sony-verse. Ant-Man. Ant-Man, Scavenger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like it. (laughs) This would be a horrible movie. (laughs) You know, to take that in a totally serious way... They, we've they've talked about making a Sinister Six movie for years. What if they make a Sinister Six movie with these characters, but they are actually think they're doing good? Like one of the one of the challenges of making a villain movie is that like they're not good guys. So like, why are you rooting for them? Why are they the protagonist of your film? But we know that like Andrew Garfield Spider Man had a phase where he was in a dark place. Mm-hmm. Like, what if they they're going after Spider Man because he's gone so like dark? Mm. Of course, now maybe he's re- reformed after the events of No Way Home, and then we have a whole thing. But who knows? I don't know. Morbius wasn't a bad guy though, so but he is a monster. Yes. Anyway, we will have endless conversations about this on the cast to come. But uh, that's we we've gone way too long on this short. <laughs> should you go see Morbius episode? Sorry about that. Slash, you're welcome. Uh, but I, I think you should go see Morbius, but just don't give it the weight of like, this is the new MCU movie. Cause it's not, they're trying to make a small monster superhero movie that might lead to more. And then they, I honestly think that this is the first Marvel movie where I watched the end credit sequences and they made me less excited for the movie, Mm. which is a bummer. The end credit sequences, the whole point is to get you hyped for the next thing. And I am like, that is so not what I was looking for. This movie was good. It was solid. I'm cool with Morbius continuing the Sony-verse. I'd like to see him meet Venom, you know? Like, build their own thing. Sony, build your own thing if you want to do the whole connected universe thing. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bringing over Adrian Toomes feels forced as hell. Mm. Okay. Well, that's all I got. You got anything you want to say before we head out? That's all I got. <laughs> we'll be producing a comic book called The Scavenger Squad by Alyssa Terry coming soon. <laughs> Peace. Later. Until next time, true believers. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Available everywhere you get podcasts, and now a video version streaming live on twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv and available at youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you'd like to learn more about all of our other podcasts, geeky projects, and ways to support the network, visit strandedpanda.com. 